for the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world. We are live and amplified. So let's get ready to podcast. Fire it up. Hey, there you go. There we go. How's it going, man? Pretty good, man. How's it going? <laughs> oh, it's it's another day in paradise here in Waco. Right? Got any sleep? Are you guys uh, rotating this thing out? Uh, I'm going strong right now. It's just Not me. Nice. So <laughs> I, I we tried to set it up to where um, my co-host, uh, he lives out in Roswell. He, we were going to try and rotate it out, but he uh, works at a scrapyard and it's what they call hell week so it's just like all right i'm not gonna not gonna worry about it i'll suck it up (laughs) and go right through so appreciate uh, but uh appreciate you signing up man it's it's been a while i i haven't been able to get out as much as i wanted to this year to do live shows but i know you're staying busy and all that fun stuff so uh you know it's really exciting i know you last time we had talked you were trying to uh get like a touring vehicle ready and i've been paying attention on your social that it's not been as easy as you thought it would or yeah yeah yeah. so (laughs) yeah i've I've got it uh operational i've got a i've got a 2002 sprinter it's like Mm -hmm. a freightliner sprinter but uh yeah yeah it's uh more time consuming i don't know if it was more difficult but it's more in my head i was like i'll have it done in like three months yeah yeah, uh, it was. It was. You either have money and no time, or you have time and no money. So, um, but yeah, it's operational now. I've got a working shower and kitchenette and a bed and air conditioning and heat. Yeah, I've been trying. It's not. There's a few like uh, uh, veneer kind of stuff that's not finished, but you yeah. know, but it's operational. So that's cool. yeah, nice. Just in time for winter to hit. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, so in Texas, you-, you know, it's almost more beneficial to have something like that in the uh, summer for the air conditioner, you know? Yeah. In winter, you can get drunk enough and pass out in any cold car. Yeah. Yeah. Get a blanket, <laughs> a blanket. or two. <laughs> get a blanket or two and you're good, you know? Uh, yeah. So, um, no, once again, thank you so much for jumping on here. Um, like I'd mentioned earlier, it's it's been a while. I haven't seen, seen you since probably about a probably about a year ago when you came through the house and we did the live acoustic session right is that yeah. right is that about maybe right, a little yeah. bit maybe a little bit longer than that but anyways um so what's new what's exciting what you got going on uh we got uh we've we're in the mastering phase of a six song ep mm-hmm. but uh we'll be releasing it as singles um we got one that's ready to go now with some video elements and stuff uh probably be dropping that here soon. Uh, <clears throat> you know, we've been going under Dustin Brown and now as the band element, but mm-hmm. uh, I think uh, before we drop any of these songs together, we're actually going to have a name change. We're going to go with a regular, you know, band name or uh, collaboration name. Yeah. And I'm so it's not really just soon. you pretty much. Be, yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of, you know, I'll, I'll still release my folk stuff and my my, my more country songwriter stuff, uh, yeah. you know, just under my name. But the band, we've kind of birthed this uh, different sound than uh, it's like my writing, but a different sound, really. And maybe mm-hmm. it's always been there. But uh, yeah, so probably going to be doing that here soon. I'm just, you know, dropping on everybody, just a new name and kind of just fresh start, really. Nice. And it, is it 
going to be more of a rocking sound or what's the new sound leaning towards? Yeah. I mean, we didn't really sit down and say we wanted to be this, that, or the other. We just started making music and ultimately all my country folks that I've kind of, you know, really were by scene or whatever I'm part of, you know, they're yeah. kind of looking at us funny and, and, and a few people have said, man, you are really kind of leaning more into the indie rock kind of, kind of vibe. And it's like, well, I'm fine with that. But, um, I want to say that, I mean, you know, I, I would, I would lump that in like, like a Wilco kind of indie rock or, or like a Sunvolt, you know, we still have a country esque element, like in the lyrics and yeah. even some of the chord structures, but, uh, yeah, it gets heavy sometimes. It's a little psychedelic sometimes. And what the new you... stuff I'm writing is leaning more and more and more towards that. So, yeah. So not quite Southern rock, but no, yeah, I wouldn't yeah. say it's Southern rock at all. Yeah. No. Um, you, you know, you start blurring problems. the lines and it's just like, who knows, you know? Yeah. And that's, and really like, I wouldn't even put a name, a genre name on it if it was up to us, but you know, yeah. deeper and deeper you get into the music game. It's kind of, you know, I mean, I guess it's better now than it was 20 years ago where you just had rock pop and country on the radio. Now you've got like sub genres on, on Spotify and, and iTunes and there's, you know, there's a gazillion different genres. So it's yeah. kind of hard to, 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 you know, you don't want to define yourself, but also I guess on the good side of that is, you know, especially doing the singles and everything is, you can have one of your songs from your album on an indie rock playlist and you get another one on the country playlist. So yeah. uh, it's really kind of the perfect world to be in for us. Um, you know, cause we I don't know if we can really define ourselves. And one time we might write a country song and we might write mm. a rock song or psychedelic kind of stuff. Yeah. So. Yeah. You know, it's one of those things where it's like um, with the, the way the music business is now, Sing, like just playing to the singles and whatever that song is it is you know so it, i think it definitely works for the current state of the music business right. yeah right so um, well, that ties back into the the name change is like like when i think i mean i don't have a huge following or anything like that but when people hear my name they're wanting to hear they're expecting folk or country or something like that and if they hear some of this newer stuff and i'm afraid they're gonna be like which I mean, I don't really care. I want them to be shook up anyway, but yeah. same time, it's just for, for branding reasons, stuff like that. We have a conglomerate, uh, you know, uh, a co-op name, you know, so to speak. It, it's, yeah. it's uh, innocuous, you know, we can put, put all kinds of songs out underneath it and there's no identity tied to it. Whereas my name, there's obviously <laughs> an yeah. actual person tied to it. So. Yeah. So you want it to be more like a band element where everybody's, represented equally and it's not just the dustin brown band well even on that forefront um yeah but by name yeah it'd be more like calling you know it's just a project and like i wouldn't even call it a band because we've had so many it's some i've had to just come to grips with is we've had so many people come and go like we don't have any we have one original member and mm -hmm. uh you know we're everything is always on and off and and, you know, live music in general has like really changed. Um, I mean, it's always been pretty crappy financial stuff like that, but I would say post COVID it's, it's changing pretty, pretty rapidly. So it's kind of really want to focus on uh, projects, one project at a time and whoever mm -hmm. ready and willing to play on that project, they're going to be on that song or that record or that album. Yeah. Uh, and, and then we'll just release it. But I, I met, you know, I'll do what I've always been doing and kind of be the creative, uh, foundation i yeah. guess not not the uh, not the conductor but the foundation and then yeah. bringing in the right people and let them add to it and just creating off that yeah for sure so you you'll keep doing what you got to do to keep yourself 
creatively happy and to keep everything kind of moving forward. Exactly. Is that, uh, so uh, where are you at? Are you still here in Waco or where are you at right now? Oh, that's funny. Funny thing. I'm coming to you from my new, uh, new spot in Dallas, like new, okay. new as in like three, four days ago, we moved in here. I, oh, did, nice. the, I did a little, I did a little out of state tour, acoustic tour. And we had looked at this place. I don't know. Uh, few weeks before that and uh everything was right about it so we went ahead and uh uh pulled the trigger on it so i'm, I'm up in uh just near deep ellum and bishop arts kind of area in dallas so good music scene up here i'll still be down in waco quite a bit and hanging out and won't be the last y'all see of me but uh, yeah. yeah just needed needed a new new environment for a little bit <laughs> no 100 percent agreed you know i've kind of coming to that point in my life too where it's like i you know just need something different so we'll we'll see right. where i end up in the next six to nine months you know yeah. it, it's dallas man it's happening up here <laughs> you know every i know a lot of people in dallas and so that's definitely a possibility everybody keeps saying austin 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 but there's going to yeah. come a point where austin just outgrows itself and the yeah. infrastructure can't handle it you know all that stuff well, that's what, I mean, yeah, I've lived in Austin two different times over the past 10 years and mm-hmm. 10 years ago, it was, it was really fun. Even a few years ago, it was fun, but it was like a few years ago, it was in the midst of really the growth and stuff. And it's, it's a good, great thing. I'm not, I'm not one of these Texans who's like upset about it. It's just, yeah. it's kind of like you said, it's, it's a, you know, I mean, you could still rent there pretty cheap, yeah. um, not cheap, but like affordable and, uh, yeah. and then, but like, I don't know, the housing markets through the roof, people are yeah. coming and going. It's just, uh. I still love it. I still love Austin, but as far as the music scene, from what I notice, you know, it's all very gatekeepers, you know, yeah. Uh, or it's people that are already made, you know, it's kind of like, kind of like Nashville, like does mm-hmm. Austin and Nashville both have lots of opportunities and they do have producers. They do have agents, you know, labels, all that good stuff. But, um, you know, there's so many people there doing it. And there's a lot of calluses and whatnot, but, but up here in, I would say deep Ellum Dallas area, there's a lot of collaboration going on. There's a lot of happening venues and it's kind of, you know, who wants to get in there, gets in there. If you, yep. if you want to put in the work where Austin sometimes doesn't feel that way. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, and I can definitely understand all that, you know, it's, Austin's been the Mecca for a lot of independent musicians out this way for a long time. So, you know, I get yes. it. It is what it is. Um, so you're in Dallas now. And how, how long has that kind of been? You said a few months you've been thinking about doing that, pulling the trigger to go to Dallas. Yeah. And I've been talking about it for probably a year. And then, uh, you know, probably six months ago, we were like, all right, we'll, we'll maybe do it, you know, come November, December. And then just looked at a few places about a month ago and found this one. And it was, I mean, it's just right. It's in a nice little spot, but it's right next to everything. Uh, for a good price, you know? So that's another thing for musicians. <laughs> there's venues to play and there's cheap rent for like cool spots. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's, it was a move, you know? Yeah, for sure. For sure. And then eventually hopefully get back out on the road doing gigs and like you originally were planning. Is that. Yeah. And I still have, I've got some shows, uh, we were supposed to play this week or tomorrow. Um, you know, this goes back to band headaches and stuff like that. We're yeah. supposed to play tomorrow at the Greenwood in Bluffdale, full band with Lincoln the Shanks. Well, one of our members got tested positive for COVID. He's okay, but mm. tested positive. Um, so it's not safe to bring him around. So mm. we called 
the other people and they're like, funny enough, we have a guy that tested positive. So we pretty much just canceled the show. Um, both of them, like I said, they're fine, but, uh, it's just super random. They both have it right now. Um, but, but then I think I've got like a brewery, uh, next weekend. And then I've got a few just little things between here and Waco, Mm -hmm. uh, like pouring glory, you know, pretty much. Yeah. I'm going to spend the next few months. I've got a lot to record, lots of demo. Uh, and like I said, put together, you know, the right individuals start making this, this new sound, this new project. And yeah, we'll, we'll probably come into the spring strong again, but definitely need a few months to just do nothing. Yep. Yep. <laughs> it's been busy. Yep. That's kind of where I'm at. I'm at that point now where it's like after this weekend doing how many ever podcasts it ends up being, it's like, yeah, I think I'm going to take like six weeks off. I need that cool yeah. six weeks. So mm-hmm. we'll, we'll see how it plays out. But um, not once again, I want to thank you so much. You know, it's, you never had the opportunity of meeting my mother, but um, she passed away in July to pancreatic cancer, which is why we're here to uh, help promote um, awareness and raise funds for pancreatic cancer research and all that fun of all that stuff. Um, Have you had any experience with pancreatic, any family members with pancreatic cancer or just cancer in general or no, you know, uh, I, I can't say I have. I, I'm, I guess we're blessed, you know, our, our family, immediate family anyway. Um, mm-hmm. You know, nobody's really experienced it. I mean, my my <clears throat> my uncle's wife, uh, she passed away, I guess, I guess last year mm-hmm. um, from cancer. I'm not sure which type, but, but, but you know, that, I guess that's been the only um, close people you know but uh, mm. the immediate family at least yeah we have we've been pretty lucky on that report gotcha gotcha well it, it's it's a bad th- like not to undersell it but it's it's a terrible experience and uh so that, that's kind of why i did the podcast thing was because my mom enjoyed listening to the podcast you know and she was listening to every episode and all that fun stuff so it was like well, I can't play music, so a benefit show isn't really in the cards, but maybe I could do something with the podcast. So, yeah. And when we got the outpouring of support that we did, it was like, all right, let's make it happen. And then, as you, I'm sure you're aware of, musicians are a little hard to get organized, but yes, yeah. I'm one of them. <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's one of those things. I, I brought that up because you just got done. Are you? You did a jam in the van down by the what's the next, uh, name? Uh, of the... Yeah, in a jam down by the river. Um, there you go. It's our, it's our festival. We just did the second year, but yeah, we did that back in October, and then this month, like I said, I made my little tour to uh, went through Tennessee, Alabama, um, down to Louisiana, mm-hmm. and then back. And I like got back from that, and the day I got back, I packed up, started packing up stuff, and we moved up here. And like. Yeah. This is day, I guess I've only been home like four days when we're all set up and everything. Nice. But that's awesome. How did the uh, music, how'd the music festival turn out? It was good, man. We we uh we were as big and maybe even a little bigger than last year. So mm-hmm. I mean that's all from you know, for us, this really we didn't set out to like have a successful music festival. We really set out to just, you know, have all our friends come and play and have a stage mm-hmm. and stuff and here we are year two, but in, in that process, I guess, talking to people, you know, who, who 
set out to do a music festival. Like they're, they're, they're like telling us the fact that we even had a year or two and that we made a little money Are we still, the festival didn't pocket money, but this year we were able to at least pay our artists a relatively decent wage, you know, yeah. uh, I want to pay them more and we will pay more as long as they keep coming. And, but we're already in the works for next year. Um, you know, we're, we're juggling around the idea of like a decent headliner, like coming out, you know, we're, we're on sponsors already and trying yeah. to get all that. Uh, I want to say decent headliner. I mean, a decent draw, you know, because yeah. uh, to me, me and all my friends that uh, play the festival, we would headline it every year, but uh, you know, yeah. we're, we're still relatively small, but, uh, but yeah, we're, you know, tossed around the idea of getting, you know, uh, a, a national touring act, maybe just them as, as an acoustic, yeah. Or if we get the whole band, like how much money that's looking like, and we have a whole year to raise that money and see what happens, you know. But yeah, regardless, sure. we'll all be there next year. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You know, and it's it's one of those things where you're you made it to year two, which you've heard is a huge thing. Like not a lot of festivals make it past year one, let alone year two. I've seen a lot of festivals just up and die after year two because they put themselves in a hole year one just yeah. to make it big enough to, for people to be interested in. And then they could never get out of that hole. And so it was just like, all right. So, and then right. obviously launching a music festival during a pandemic doesn't sound like the smartest business no. idea, but you were still able to make it work. And that's really incredible. Like, I mean, I, with it being later on during the pandemic, you know, I, I think that's probably what really helped it, but. Definitely. Um, yeah, definitely. And where where did you guys have it? I know it's down south by like uh, San Antonio, right? Uh, it's in uh, New Bronzeville, yeah. No, uh, right. Mount Breeze Campground, uh, right on River Road uh, off the Guadalupe. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's it's you know, and a big, I guess, quote unquote, shout out to them guys. I mean, you know, I'm sure a lot of festivals fail because they have to, you know, there's so much up front, but you know, they, uh, we worked a deal out with them and they made it, they made the whole thing streamlined, you know, cause they have the facilities and the camping and all that. And we just bring the, uh, festival. So, mm-hmm. um, they were a big help to just our, and I, I mean, we can call it a success. I don't know if it's yeah. financial success yet, but we had a music, we've had two music festivals and people played and people camped. So, yeah. I mean, <laughs> um, we've been talking about trying to do like a live and amplified music festival for about four years now. And it just never, never happens. We've done some small, small, like there'd be more like shows, not festivals, but you know, it's just one of those things where it's like, it's not, not always easy. No. Yeah. I'm, I would say I'm, I'm definitely, um, I'm fortunate. I mean, uh, yeah, like I said, to have found the venue and, and a lot of friends that help, you know, uh, Jason Custer, uh, from the Jason Custer band, you know, mm-hmm. he, he's done a lot of help. And then just, I mean, all the artists that come, I mean, they're, they're all my friends, you know? And, um, so I have that access and that, that ability to have that talk with them first and say, Hey, you know, we're trying to build something here. And, you know, and, and I'm fortunate that they, they come under the guise knowing that they might not make anything, you know, they, they really come there to enjoy themselves. And, and, uh, and that's what it is really at this moment, you know, it's hard to call it a festival. Um, you know, I mean, I guess it is, but, uh, and we'll get there one day, but right now, you know, and if it never even grows out of that, we have a beautiful time with just, you know, everybody that, and I, I've met a few new people last year and I met a few new people this year. Cause you know, I'll invite somebody to come play and they say, Hey, you need to check out this person. They'll come play. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's a good networking, 
moment for everybody, but also just to hang because we we're all on the road all over the state of Texas and surrounding areas. Uh, and we don't always get to see each other. And yeah. so, or I don't get to see all them at the same time. So I figure if I force them to come to a music festival, I get to see all my yeah. friends at the same time. <laughs> so it's not just all your friends. You bring in other acts from mm-hmm. like through recommendations or however it ends up working, but yeah. Yeah. is it all pretty much like not solo acoustic, but like, um, like Americana? Is that? No, no. Yeah. So it's, it's, uh, it's both full band and acoustic, you know, last year we did our acoustic acts first and then all full band this year, we had two stages, mm-hmm. uh, a little stage right next to the big stage. So, and so you'd have a band and then you could look over at an acoustic act and then a band and acoustic act kind of streamline things. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as far as genre, uh, I would say this year was predominantly songwriter, you know, was the, uh, was yeah. the, the theme and it probably o- always will be. I'll always keep my songwriter acoustic friends, you know, uh, on that stage for sure. And, and they'll always have a place at this festival, but, um, but yeah, you know, some of our bands, you know, I would say a few years ago were classified Texas country are definitely like yeah. leaning more Southern rock or rock, you know, like, like a ghost dance band or like our yeah. headliner, Link in the shanks definitely got a psych indie rock kind of vibe. And, oh, yeah. Um, and next year, I'm in the talks with uh, some folks up here in Dallas of getting a uh, a Latin psych rock band up here. That's really cool. You know, like nice. just we, we don't want it to. I think the only if people think of our festival, I don't want it to be a country festival or rock festival. Just like, hey, it's good music. You know, come out. You might not like everything. It might not be your genre, but like they're good. You know, and somebody likes them. And um, yeah, for sure. For yeah, sure. I don't want it to be identified with any any one genre. No. Yeah. I mean, that's a good way to approach it. Honestly, you know, it just, you, you keep your roots where your roots are at, but you know, just expand out where you can and make it interesting year after year, you know, exactly. it's definitely a, definitely a good way to approach it. Um, and so then kind of moving forward as you're working through uh, some of your projects, uh, new record, you're getting ready to record some music and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's, what's on the horizon as far as shows? Are you like, or are you, you mentioned that you're taking a pretty decent break, right? Yeah, I'm sure, you know, when I say taking a break, like I'm not reaching out currently to, to yeah. any venues cause I've just, my brain is fried from this past like year, yeah. <laughs> but I think a lot um, of people but are. I have a few things, uh, a few invites, uh, and I have a few things that are still on the books, like small acoustic stuff. But uh, so they'll, they'll, you'll still see me, you know, falling around a little bit. But for the most part, for the next few months, chilling out. And we're, you know, being an independent artist is like you got to wear all these different hats and you can't wear them at the same time. So there's a certain time of the year you're a recording artist, you know, your studio musician. There's a certain time of year you're playing the shows, live musician. And then right now is the, we've got a product sitting on the shelf and now we got to learn how to be, you know, uh, marketing and managing and promoting team all at the same time and uh, make sure our music doesn't just fall on deaf ears, you know, or, or fall to no ears at all. So that'll be the next few months, just kind of switching over to that gear, getting healthy, staying off the road, eating good food, yoga, all that dumb stuff. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. Awesome. Well, I want to thank you so much for jumping on here. But before I let you go, we ask everybody a nice random question from our random question generator. And so are you ready for this one? I don't feel like the question isn't so random. You got a list there. I don't know if this is random. No, it's a generator. Like, I literally don't know (laughs) what the question is. 
Um, so the question that popped up was, what is the most bizarre thing you witnessed while on tour? Oh, man. Can I, can I give you two? Because they're both really good. Well, yeah, one's go morbid. It's morbid. Uh, the second one's quick, but uh, it's, it's morbid. It's very morbid. I'm, so I apologize um, to anybody. But um, we, we played this, cur- I mean, pretty, pretty dingy little, little dive, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't know, I don't gamble or nothing, so I don't know how it works. But I think in Texas, you know, somehow you can have legalized gambling in the back, whatever, if they're using yeah. tokens or whatever. Or maybe it wasn't. I don't know. But, like, we walk in, the stage is right here, which is just, like, a two-inch little board on the ground. And then in the back, they're, they're gambling. And uh, while we're setting up, there's kind of this commotion, and this woman goes down to the ground. You know, and everyone kind of jumps up in the middle of their poker game and looking at her and stuff. And another gal yells, well, she's having a seizure. So the manager kind of runs over there, and they're kind of, you know, they seem to have the situation under control, right? So, I mean, yeah. um uh, yeah, seizures pretty standard, you know, it's, uh, I mean, they can be threatening, but most of the time pretty standard and everyone was calm. Everyone was really calm. It was like, okay, I guess that situation is handled. You don't need more hands in the fire, you know, like just, they've got it handled and, uh, we're setting up our stage and kind of talking, even went outside and had a beer and came back in. And, uh, next thing we know, paramedics bust through the door, you know, mm-hmm. and they, and they, you know, she's an older, an older, older gal and they, they, pick her up, put her on the gurney and they come by us like doing full on compressions, you know, like, like chest breaking comp- compressions, you know, and yeah. like, Oh my God, she was not moving. You know, it's like, I don't think she was, you know, it was like, and then, then the guy comes over and he's like, yeah, I was like, I was like, what's going on? You know? And he said, well, I think she just had a heart attack, not a seizure. And I know it's just morbid. It's not, it's not funny at all. It's very morbid, but, yeah. but I, I would say the only, you know, if I was a better comedian, I would, I would find a way to package it and make it somewhat laughable. Cause the only like glimmer of, she had had like a, a, uh, you know, word starts going around the bar or whatever. Yeah. And she had had a open art surgery like a week before or two weeks before and had a, what, a fibrillator put in, you know, mm-hmm. and they told her to quit drinking and smoking. And, and she uh, she said to hell with that came to that bar, her favorite little dive bar and literally drank and smoked till she died. And, uh, and yeah, so we're standing there like, well, what do you want us to do? You know, yeah. here's the punchline. And yeah, the guy's like, well, uh, just, just give it like 15 minutes and start playing. It's <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> damn, that's, uh, yeah, that's, uh, so, so it changed my view on my favorite dive bar. And it's like, well, if I ever pass, actually, maybe that's how I'd want them to do it. Like give it, give them 15 minutes and start the band up. And then their game also resumed. And I'm like, yeah. wondering what did they do with her chips? How'd that work? You know, who, who divided that up? But, uh, <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That I was, know, I mean, that was about the craziest thing I've seen on the road. I mean, it was, yeah, it was very intense and very morbid. Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, thank you for answering the question. Um, if anybody wants to check out uh, any of your mu- uh, music that's already out, anything new you got coming up, any, uh, you know, all that fun stuff, where's the uh, best place for them to do that? So if they go to www.dustbrillmusico.com, uh, you can find literally everything and the links to all the social medias. Or, but if you're on Facebook or Instagram, if you put in the search bar, Dustbrill Musico, you will find that D U S T B R O M U S I C O. Uh, that's kind of the at for both of those. All my stuff will pop up. And then YouTube is Dustin Brown dash music. And then 
on Spotify and Apple and all that stuff, Dustin Brown. But keep up with the social medias or the webpage for the new projects. We'll be announcing it there, you know, to kind of and maybe send over people who like my stuff over to that. Awesome. Awesome. Well, once again, thank you so much for jumping on here and being a supporter of everything that we do. Uh, thank you everybody that's been tuning in and uh, just watching or listening, however you're consuming, consuming this project. Um, our goal is to raise $10,000 in hopes of uh, raising funds and awareness for pancreatic cancer research. If you are interested in donating or um, any of that stuff, the link should be in the comment thread below. Or if you're having a hard time finding it because it got buried in the uh, comments or something, uh, feel free to reach out to me personally or uh, leave a comment and just ask where it's at and I can get it to you. Um, once again, Dustin, thank you so much for jumping on here. Really appreciate it. And uh, we will be back in a few minutes with the Cheese Bergens. Mm -hmm. Cool, man. We'll see y'all later, man. Thanks All for right. having me. Yep. Thank you. Have a good one, man. Later.